Hey boo, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. I'm your host, Denai Hopkins, and I am so excited and grateful to be here today on this platform, sharing my journey to being debt-free so that I can start building wealth. So let's get into it. Hey family, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. And also happy second half of the new year, y'all. We are in a new month, a new, I was going to say new month, new year, but we are in a new month and it's the best month of the year. It's July, it's my birthday month, (laughs) but we're just at the halfway point of the year. And y'all know I love this time of year because we can just put those first six months behind us and just really look ahead at a fresh start. Many of us, myself included, set goals at the beginning of the year and they kind of just, you know, set there. (laughs) Transparency. And many of us, myself included as well, gotta stop saying, I'll try again on Monday. Because now look, it's July And if we keep saying, I'll just try back again on Monday, it's going to be December. And we're going to be like, where did the time go? Where did the year go? So family, as of today, I'm declaring we are bouncing back. (laughs) And that's why I love July. July is the new January. And it's literally the perfect time for a mid-year reset. In other words, use this month, use the second half of the year, use this as an opportunity to take stock of where you are in the year, to readjust a man, forgive yourself and give yourself grace, remove and rectify. It is a time to get rid of things that aren't working and a time to strive for new goals and to bring those goals that we did set at the beginning of the year back to life. God literally is telling me, stop thinking small and think big girl or boy. You know, we it's an inclusive environment. So all of us, God said, think big because I don't know about you but I am just so ready to just see a different reflection of myself when I look in the mirror come December not only physically but spiritually mentally and emotionally and I can't keep writing the same journal the same tad old journal entries I know God be looking at me like the nine if you write that thing one more time I'm gonna smack you that's how I like I envision me and God conversations because like I have such like a big personality and I'm hilarious in real life like I think I'm very comical <laughs> but I, I I talk to God like he my friend I'll be like God what's going on and he'd be like girl I'm gonna pop you and I'm like yeah I deserve to be popped <laughs> but like I said I'm just declaring and I'm bringing this back to life and I'm I wrote this down on my mirror so that I can look at it at myself like when I'm getting ready every day and it's my favorite quote quote and just what I'm trying to live by but we just have to participate in the things that we are believing in God for and I'm just ready I'm ready for a brand new thing like I said July is also my birthday month July 28th big Leo so I cannot wait to just celebrate my birthday another year around the sun God is so good so in true fashion of a mid-year reset 
Today's episode, we're going to talk about a few things. We got to talk about business first and then pleasure. So we're going to focus on these two topics for today's episode. So make sure that you are like taking mental notes, however you want to take notes, take notes, because today's episode is important. I mean, all episodes are important, but today's episode is like super duper important. (laughs) So the first thing that we're going to talk about is the, is the Supreme Court decision on the student loan forgiveness plan and just everything that encompassed that decision that was made last Friday. And then we're going to talk about the financial goals that I set for myself this month. And I'm going to give you guys a uh, debt update on my debt-free journey. Like today, it's been a year. I started uh, June of 2022. So it's been a year and a month since I started this journey. And so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an update, what I've paid off, just where I am, not only mentally, but financially, etc. So all of the tea and the testimony for today. So, okay, with that being said, let's jump into today's episode of Be Anchored in Your Decisions. Okay, so we just go get straight into this tea chow about the Supreme Court because it is piping hot. Last week, the Supreme Court was on one when i tell you they were on one like who hurt your feelings because that is just definitely the vibe that i'm getting that y'all are giving off especially because of the laws that y'all put in place last week so three things the first thing that they put in last week they ruled in favor of a christian-based website provider Uh, i'm sorry christian-based website designer which in itself is just like I'm not going to go on a, like a tangent about it, but it just really hurt my feelings like to see like people who say like they are believers in God and that they follow God and God this and, you know, God that do things like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, that's not of God. We who are we to judge? We are all we all have sins. None of us are perfect. And it's not for us to judge or to pass judgment or to spill hate and all of this stuff to our people if we say we are true believers in God because like I said that is not of God but I'm not gonna go on a tangent I'm not gonna go on a rant but this did piss me off and I can't lie excuse my language I was upset about this I'm upset about all three of these things that they passed but you know we'll we just go get into it but anyway last week they ruled in favor of uh, the supreme court ruled in favor of a christian website designer who doesn't want to make wedding websites for same-sex couples and if we being honest i went to her website page and girl your websites ain't all that anyway for you to try to do the most and sue people over this but anyway to each his own so they ruled in favor that she does not have to make websites for same-sex couples which is absolutely horrible and it does raise a long list of questions such as business is not you know businesses are now able to refuse same-sex services of couples or just people part of the lgbtq plus community and it's really horrible in itself and it does set back all of the progress that we have made in the lgbtq community also last week like i said the supreme court was on one they struck down affirmative action in college admissions declaring race cannot be a factor in forcing institutions of higher education to look for new ways to achieve diverse student bodies and this ruling alone sets us back it is clear that y'all don't want us in these spaces i get it i would be mad too (laughs) look at us right Mm. But I'm not going to get too much into it because I can talk about it for days, but I'm not. We go stay focused. But like I said, all I'm going to say is this. Without black people, without black women, this world will crash and burn. And then finally, if they couldn't add more salt to the wound, to the wound, the Supreme Court struck down President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan to give up 
up to $30,000 worth of federal student loan debt to over 43 million Americans. It was a 6-3 vote, meaning we never even had a chance, and the two black people on the Supreme, on the Supreme Court voted on different sides of the spectrum. Justice Ketanji Brown voted in favor to pass the bill into legislation. And hey, Miss Brown, if you just so happen to hear this episode, I would love to have you on the show one day, honey. That is my goal because you are a true inspiration. And I see the things that you are doing and just trying to help us as a country. And then the other black justice, Clarence Thomas, anyway, he voted against it, of course. And if you know anything about him, this is not surprising. And no, you're not invited to the cookout. And no, you can't come to the show. Only uh, Justice Ketanji Brown could come to the show. <laughs> Let me stop before I get in trouble. But anyway, so what does this mean that they struck down President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan? Let's get into it. So after three and a half years, the federal student loan pause will be lifted and payments will resume in October. But starting September 1st, interest will begin to accrue on your loans for repayment in October. So let me say this louder for the people in the back. If I were you, I will take these next 60 days so serious and throw everything you can towards your federal student loans. Why? Because they are still interest-free and any payment you make between now and September 1st will go straight towards your principal balance. I cannot emphasize this enough. I cannot stress this enough. And I will never tell you all to do anything or support anything that I am not doing in my own personal life. One thing about me, I, you can trust the things that I say. Like, I will never tell you guys to do anything that I'm not doing. Make weekly payments towards your federal student loans starting tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday, even if it's only a $5 payment. And I know you got money because it was just the holiday weekend. And I know you're trying to go to brunch because it's the summer and the weather nice. You got your braids in, you looking good, you feeling good, and you smell good. Brunch will be there next year. Brunch will be there next month. Make a payment towards your federal student loans. I want to beat myself, and that's if you have federal student loans. If you don't, then this is not for you. But just continue to listen because all of this is important, right? Because I'm sure you know somebody that has federal student loans. So encourage them to listen to this. I want to beat myself up so bad. Like beat myself up with a sock, like a lock in a sock, like how they used to do back in the day. That's how bad I want to beat myself up. Because I did not take advantage of these loans being interest-free these last three and a half years when that pause was put in place in March of 2020. I could have made such a huge dent in my balance, but I didn't. And I cannot go back in time to change that. I did not start making payments on my federal student loans up until this year. I didn't know any better, but now that I do know better, I feel like I do. I, I feel like I am really trying to pay, play catch up and it is frustrating. But like I said, it's nothing I can do. I can't go back in the past and reverse time. If we could, we all would, right? But I can only continue to look ahead and look in my future. So far today, I have paid off $400 towards my federal student loans, and I'm making another payment tomorrow of $50, right? Um, I just try to do, you know, do what I can. I can throw $50 towards it, right? I am just, I, my goal is to pay off at least $1,000 before payments resume. Honestly, I don't even want to put a number on there. I'm just, every week, I am making a payment and just doing the best that I can, what I have. Because like I said, I'm seeing every payment I make goes towards principal balance and really knocking off that debt. Every payment you make matters. 
Let me say that again. Every payment that you make now, between now and September 1st matters. Even if it's on only $5, make the payment. Because once interest starts back occurring on those loans, you're gonna regret not taking advantage of the loan still being interest-free. And as you all know, interest is the devil and interest is what keeps up forever getting out of debt. I'm, like I said, I make a payment every week. People are literally calling me crazy saying, that'll never be me. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't you. Like Drake said, call me crazy, but at least you calling, at least you're talking about me. But I am just tired of owing people. I am, plain and simple. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I am anchored in what I believe in, what I am praying for, what I see myself accomplishing. I don't care what anybody else has to say. And I am so happy that I am not in that space anymore where I cared about others' opinions. Tell your girls, you ain't going to make it, or your boys, you ain't going to make it to this week's activities because you're going to put that money towards your federal student loans. Is it unfair? Hell yeah. It is unfair because they got their PPP loans forgiven, but they won't forgive student loans. It is unfair. It is also unfair and some straight up BS that people are also crying and saying, well, I worked my way through college, so I didn't graduate with that. Or... They say, I worked hard to pay off my loans and they're just being forgiven. That's not fair. Girl, shut up. I will never be that person to say, well, I did this, so they need to work hard for that. I cannot wait to be in a position to be able to help people pay off their student loans. Like, that's what I want to do. I cannot wait to do that. And I'm never going to say, well, I worked hard and I struggled for four years to pay it off and I couldn't do this. So you need to know what hard work looks like. No, that's not why God put us on this earth. He put us on this earth to help those that come behind us and to be an inspiration, and to pass on his love and his grace and mercy, and be true believers. That's why God put us on this earth. So it is all unfair, and it sucks. I get it. I am not oblivious to that. It is an unfair world that we live in. They don't want us to be in the same rooms as us. As you can see, they struck down the affirmative action admission to colleges and universities around the world. But all I'm going to say is this, and then I'm going to get off this topic. At the end of the day, you are the only one in control of your financial future. Not the government, not your family, not your friends. These things will hold you back. You are in charge of your life and it is time to take control of your own finances, your own money and future because relying on the government to fix our lives has always led to disappointments. And that is the hard truth. So take these next 60 days and make a dent in your payments because your future self will thank you. Okay, so rant is over. <laughs> anyway, so the rant is over, right? But what does that mean right now that President Biden's student loan forgiveness bill has been struck down? And so what is he going to do? How is he going to move forward? What are the next steps? And let's get into that. And I just want to say this, President Biden is just, just cut him some slack, y'all. I'm, I'm not bringing politics into this at the end of the day. I just want to say it is not his fault. He really tried. And I do feel bad for him because he ran his campaign on forgiving student loan debt. That's why a lot of us, myself included, we did vote for him, right? In hopes of that he would be able to pass this legislation. But I always knew in the back of my mind that he would run into problems with trying to pass this because capitalism (laughs) 
But anyway, like I said, just cut him some slack. And I just can't imagine not only how he feel, but just the weight of the world on his shoulders right now. That is a lot of pressure for one person. So I'm just praying for him mentally and just cut him some slack, like I said, because it's not his fault. What you must understand is this. At the end of the day, the president is just the face of this country. There are people behind the curtains pulling all of the strings saying what can or can't pass. It is way bigger than him. And if you do not believe me, watch Scandal on Hulu. <laughs> Olivia Pope, it's, it will tell you the president is just the face of the country. He do not call the shots. It is bigger than him. So that's why I say just give him some slack because he really tried. And because he really did try with that, of course, he has a backup plan and he is just really trying to help us borrowers and us as, you know, just the middle class, just get ahead in life, right? To just make a difference, to be debt free. And so his backup plan that he announced on Friday, this is his new student loan forgiveness backup plan, and it is called SAVE, S-A-V-E. I don't know the acronyms and what it stands for yet, but all I know right now is just call SAFE as his student loan forgiveness plan. So let's get into it. President Biden's new student loan forgiveness plan, SAFE, aims to help most borrowers payments on undergraduate loans. Repeat, undergraduate loans. Any borrower with a federal loan in good standing is eligible and a direct website will go live this summer if it passes. And of course, I will keep you guys update if this I will keep you guys updated if this bill is passed into legislation or not. So what is safe and what does it encompass? Safe is a pause on payments for people who make less than 225% of the federal poverty line. That means you will not owe loan payments if you are a single borrower earning less than $32,800 or less, or if you are a family of four earning $67,500 or less in 2023. People who make their regular monthly payments will not have to pay any additional unpaid interest. That means that if $70 worth of interest accrues on your balance each month, but your payment is set for $50, you will not be charged the remaining 20, which is really a sign of relief because like I said, interest is what stops a lot of us from ever getting over that debt hump. You know, you can make a payment of $200, but 150 of that is going towards interest and 50 of that is actually going towards your principal balance. So this really does help us when it comes to interest and paying off those loans. The White House claims that this new plan will bring debt relief to millions of Americans. It says many borrowers will see that their monthly payments are slashed and people making less than $15 an hour will not have to make any payments. I want to say this, this bill has not been put into law yet. So that means that people can still fight him on this law to not be put in place because it has not been passed yet and this is just his backup plan that still needs to be put into legislation. The SAFE program is likely to come under harsh political and legal scrutiny. It's also not clear whether loan servicers are prepared to update millions of accounts and this is from the Biden administration. These were are their words. The U.S. Department of Education also says that they will push they will push for debt forgiveness program under the authority of the Higher Education Act, so a different strategy than last time. The federal rulemaking process is time sensitive and this will likely take months, if not longer. 
But most importantly, Biden's SAFE program does not pause on current payment plans. So that means come September 1st, interest will start accruing on those loans and payments will still begin to resume in October until, you know, we see if this law is passed or not. So I just wanted to make that clear. So unless and until borrowers get a notice that they are on the safe plan, they should still plan to resume their current federal payment plans this fall. The safe program doesn't have a clear rollout date, like I said, but the White House says that the people who apply for this plan this summer should be processed and improved for processed and approved in time for the first federal loan due date this fall. So like I said, I will keep you guys updated on what's going on on the SAFE program and if and when there will be a rollout date, but I'm not holding my breath and neither should you. It is what it is. I'm not waiting around because if you wait on anybody, you will never do anything. So I appreciate Biden. He's really trying, you know, just to help us as people. So we go see, we go see. I'm optimistic and I'm hopeful, but like I said, I'm not waiting on nobody for my own financial future. And before we move on to the next segment and I talk about all my business when it comes to my finances, I just want to say this and I want you to think about this. After my little rant, if you're still thinking, I'm not ever paying back my student loans, I'm taking this to the grave over my dead body. Please know these facts if you do decide whether you're going to pay off your student loans or not. I'm not judging because it ain't my money, but I do hope that my little rants and my story and just everything I talk about, just, you know, let the light bulb go off a little bit to be able to just give you, you know, if you weighing out your decisions. <laughs> so let me tell you what happens if you decide you're never going to pay off your student loans. When you don't pay off your student loans, your loans eventually go into default. And there can be a lot of consequences of your loans going into default, such as your credit score. Your credit score will be affected, it will go down, and it can potentially affect your ability in the future to get your dream car, to get your dream house, to go on vacation, etc., etc. And nothing, and I mean nothing is cute about having bad credit. I'm sorry, that's the honest truth. Your loan officer can also sue you. They can sue you for the loan owed plus interest. Now, I don't know if federal student loan servicers can sue you, but I do know that private student loan officers and services can sue you. Next, they can garnish your wages. When your loans are, gar are garnished, that means that your employer, your employer could take a percentage of your income and give it to the loan officer. Food for thought. And finally, what you need to know is that student loans are the only type of debt that you cannot declare bankruptcy on. A lot of times people file for bankruptcy so that their debt can be erased. But student loans are the only type of debt that you cannot file bankruptcy on. Student loans stay with you forever until they are paid off. So you know how you have like a gnat or something in the summer when you like cutting up a watermelon and then all these gnats and fruit flies just come out of the woodworks and it's like they just don't go away. Those are student loans. So at the end of the day, 
whether you decide to not pay them off, they will always be there. You will always be making a phone to your making a phone call to your student loan servicer provider, trying to push off payments while it just keeps growing in interest. And you're gonna look up and you didn't incurred almost ten thousand dollars worth of interest, and that twenty thousand loan thousand dollar loan turned into thirty thousand dollar loan or more. So just food for thought. Like I said, I'm not judging. You go do what you want to do. But I will hope that my story, my journey, and the things that I talk about and how I'm paying so much just to get out of debt really resonates with you all. I don't want to be in debt for the rest of my life. I want to live a financially abundant life. So what you doing, family? You blend it in with the crowd or you go stand out? (sighs) Okay. I've been talking. (laughs) Y'all, I'm just so excited. It's just a new day. It's a beautiful day. It's we close to the weekend. I had a three-day work week. God is good all the time. My bills are paid. I got a roof over my head, food on my table, clothes on my back. God is so good. So now that we talked about business, let's move on to the fun stuff, which is my business. (laughs) So I'm going to talk about just give you guys, you know, just an update of just what's going on, my goals for the month of July. So you all know I love setting up goals on a monthly basis because when I try to do too much, nothing gets done. So I have every month I set five realistic goals that I want to accomplish for the month and then I break it down on a week by week basis just to make sure that each and every goal is obtainable and I can get things done. I hate feeling overwhelmed. But the worst feeling is looking back at the end of the month and seeing that you didn't accomplish anything. And I don't want to keep feeling like that. So let's do personal goals first and then we can do financial goals. So personal goals really outside my my personal goals really kind of factor into like um, my financial goals as well. Like personally, I just want to continue just to grow my relationship with God and just intentionally carve out an hour a day not even I don't even want to put a time step on it but just spending time with God I feel like I am very inconsistent like some weeks I'll do two weeks and I spend time two days and I'll spend time with God some weeks is one day or some weeks is none at all I haven't even dedicated any time to him but I've been on Instagram all day (laughs) so I want to intentionally continue growing the relationship and make sure that I am dedicating time with him every day so outside of that, I also what I really want to work on, too, and this kind of really factors into like my health and wellness journey as well. I don't want to eat out at all this month, like at all. I have definitely cut back on dining out, but I still, you know, look, honesty, I run a Chipotle or go get me a little taco plate every now and then during the week. Mind you, I just went grocery shopping. Girl, all that food in the house and you could have made what you just bought but you know it is what it is i told y'all it's the trolley i'm not perfect you know i still you know go give me a taco plate of chipotle every now and then but i really want to be intentional or just not eating out especially because like i just went grocery shopping right and yes i know y'all probably thinking well tonight it's your birthday what about your birthday but just because it's my birthday and i don't want to keep using this as an excuse because i feel like i do this all of the time just because it's my birthday doesn't mean it's an excuse to fold on my goals that i've set for myself period point blank that's the end that's the t so i i really don't want to end out eat out at all this week and so so far uh these past seven days because today is the seventh 
I have done pretty well for myself. <laughs> or not eating out. So very proud of myself. So I just want to keep that going. Now, I will say this. I am going to give me a red velvet nothing bunk cake on my birthday. But outside of that, we got food at home. Because I'm just, like I said, I'm just really just in a different... I'm just thinking about things differently just a fresh new perspective right mindset and I'm throwing everything I can towards my federal student loans people are asking me girl what you want from your birthday money to go towards my federal student loans every dollar I get you know for my birthday I'm throwing it towards my federal student loans call me crazy like I say I really don't care I am anchored in what I believe in and I'm willing to sacrifice uh, my 27th birthday going all out doing all of this extra stuff this year because I can really celebrate the years to come because I've set myself up. I made the sacrifices. I did the hard work and now I can enjoy the fruits of my labor. And that's how I'm looking at it. That's why I'm like, you know what? It's just 27. You know, celebrate. Of course, I'm going to give myself something nice. That's what I want to do for my birthday. But outside of that, everything is going towards my federal student loan. So not eating out at the end of the day. That was the goal. Like I said, I've also been on my fitness and wellness journey as well. And really eating out factors into that because I don't have self-control, y'all. I go get Chipotle, get it all hooked up and doctored it up. And girl, <laughs> girl. But anyway, to date, I have lost over 20 pounds to date. But most importantly, I have kept it off and I have not gained that weight back. So I am very much celebrating that win and your girl is looking good, but I got to keep going, right? I'm not where I want to be and I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not where I want to look like. So I'm going to keep going. I don't care about the number on the scale. Like I said, it's how I feel when I see myself in my birthday suit. <laughs> So I'm just going to keep going because health is wealth and God can only take us as far as our bodies allow him. And I want him to take me to the moon. So just actively, I've been walking five times a week. I mean, I'm, I've been walking five times a day per week. And I just want to keep that up and just push myself, you know, to just like if I hit 10,000 steps, like my goal is to hit like, let's say 50,000 steps a week or 60,000 steps a week and you know maybe incorporating like at home Pilates something like that but just keep up the hard work and maintaining you know my weight loss and my overall health journey so now my personal finances goal my personal financial goals for the month <sighs> we about to have a little serious conversation a little motivation for you all that are kind of feeling like oof before I talk about my financial goals and give y'all a debt update, I just want to say this. To be honest, I thought I would be way further in my debt-free journey at this point of the year than I than where I actually am. But I had some setbacks this year and I'm glad it happened when it did. Because when I tell you this is truly my character building season, it really is. But I do want to say this before I tell you all my numbers. I am just so proud of myself and I'm trying not to cry because I am and what I'm embarking on it is not for the week and to hear you know people say you motivate me you encourage me you know your story is an inspiration and inspire me to get out of debt like I've saved my first a thousand like hearing that feedback it just it's it's really I appreciate it you know, it is because of you guys that I continue to show up and I continue to push through this journey uh, despite the setbacks. 
the fact that I can even afford to not only make my monthly payment, but to make additional payments outside of my monthly payment as well is truly a blessing in itself. And I really appreciate this journey that I'm on because if I didn't have debt or my money wasn't tied up in paying off debt, I would be a hot mess. I know myself. I would think my don't stink. My head would be so big, I wouldn't be able to walk through the door. I would not care about finances. I wouldn't care about saving. I wouldn't care about investing. I wouldn't care about leaving an inheritance for my children. None of that. And I am just so glad. I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed to not only learn this, but to also share my experiences and my story on how I navigate my finances to encourage you and yours in getting your finances together. I'm so glad that God has just changed my mindset and my perspective on how I look at money now because it is so different than a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago, right? Just debunking everything I thought I knew about money because I actually didn't know two things about how money works for how your money should work for you and not against you. Because I want to create better habits for myself because my little sister is watching me. My siblings are watching me. My family are watching my parents we're all so close my niece is watching me and my future kids will be watching me and I just want to create better habits for all of us so regardless of where I'm at and where you are in your journey we have come a long way from the distance that we started at so no matter what happens I will be debt free By the time I'm 30 and I stand 10 toes down on that, I don't care what the numbers are looking like. I know what I see myself accomplishing. I know what I see myself doing. And I'm excited to just, I'm excited. And I feel it in my bones. And I have faith. I got faith. I have faith and that is just the end of it. I have faith. So with that being said, my financial goals for the month of July, my my number one goal is to bring my car balance down to $9,500. The second goal is to put $200 towards my federal student loans. So I'm actually making a payment this week. So um, I'll have like 150 left uh, to accomplish before the end of the month. I want to finish two financial books. I need to get back into reading. I need to get back on my Zoom. I love reading and I love educating myself, especially because, like I said, I see God taking me to the moon. I need to be able to speak at these things at a high level because when my counterparts are trying to, you know, play me in my face, I need to come with the facts. So I need to be knowledgeable (laughs) and know my stuff. (laughs) So I want to finish these two financial books that I just just sitting here right on my desk. I need to finish them. And then finally, like I said, my last goal to treat myself, I'm all about treating myself, is to just get something nice for my birthday. I don't know what I want, actually. I want to be debt free, right? <laughs> but I don't know what I want to get myself for my birthday. So, but we'll see. I'm definitely going to get myself something, that one thing, that one thing. <laughs> so those are my top five goals for the uh, month to bring my car balance down to $950, to put $200 towards my federal student loans, to finish these two financial books that I have on my desk, to put $100 in my high yield savings account, and then finally treat myself to something nice because all this hard work I'm putting in, even if it's just buying myself, you know, 
a new lip liner or a new lipstick or, you know, nails or something. You know, like those are the things that make me happy. It smell good. I, I just love, I'm truly a girl's girl. I'm getting myself something nice this year after I comp, um, this month after I accomplish all those things first, business first, then pleasure. And now here are my debt updates. So today, since I started my journey a year ago, I have paid off almost $30,000 worth of debt. And honestly, it is probably way more when you factor in credit cards, additional payments, interest, etc. But I'm not doing all that math. So as of now, I paid off $30,000 worth of debt. And like I said, it's probably more, but I'm not doing that math. So when I started my journey a year ago, my private student loan balance was $150,649.08. And as of today, that balance is $139,165.63. Yes, you heard that correctly. My federal student loan balance. Remember, I did not start making payments on these on this loan until the top of the year. But when I started at the beginning of the year, that balance was $62,829.25. As of today, that balance is $62,439 even. And then last but not least, my car loan, which is the goal, which the goal is to pay off my baby, Bania, by the end of the year because it is my lowest paying debt. And I still have faith, y'all. I got, like, I feel it in my, like, I hear, I feel it. I see the visions God is giving me. Like, I feel it. I still have faith that it's going to be paid off by the end of the year. I don't care what these numbers look like. I have crazy faith. But last year when I started my journey, my car loan was at 15000 even. And as of today, that balance is $10,369.16, which will definitely go down a little bit more because after this episode, <laughs> I'm going to make a payment of $200 because remember, I do the 15-3 method. So the first payment, I make the first half of my payment, which is $200, 15 days before the due date. And then I make an additional payment of $200 or more. It just depends on, you know, what I can and can't squeeze three days before the actual due date. So I make bi-monthly payments. And when I tell y'all making bi-monthly payments has been game changing, not only for interest, but I'm seeing like making a bi-monthly payments is helping not only with my credit score, but with the overall balance in general to pay off the car faster. Make bi-monthly payments on your loans or on your debt. But like I said, y'all, we doing the damn thing. So my goal is to uh, bring my car loan to $9,500 before the end of the month. We are doing the thing and I am so proud of myself and I am so proud of you for even deciding, you know what? I am in control of my own future and I am doing this. And with that being said, that concludes today's episode, y'all. <laughs> I just want to say that I truly appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to today's episode, to listen to me run my mouth. I love you all and I appreciate the support so much. But before I end the show, y'all know I got to end in prayer, especially because we had the midway point of the year. I definitely got to end us in prayer, definitely got to set the tone for the rest of the year.
But before I say this prayer, I just want to say that this is not my prayer. I did not write this prayer. I actually saw this prayer on an Instagram page called Feed Her Wisdom. I'll make sure I tag her in this. I love giving people that credit when it's due. But she wrote a beautiful, beautiful prayer. And it is the perfect ending as we begin for a mid-year reset to see where we are right now to readjust, amend, forgive ourselves, remove, and rectify as we continue to go on throughout the year. Our next six months will not look like our last six months, but it is up to us to participate in the things that we are believing for and you can do it. We can do it. So the title of this prayer is called the bouncing back prayer. Father, thank you so much for another day. Lately, I have been out of it. I feel like there are distractions trying to trick me out of my spot. I come in prayer today to ask you to help me bounce back. Steer me back on track. Remove any obstacles and distractions trying to take me out of my element. I am confident in your plans and I trust you completely. I know that when you say yes, no one or nothing can say no. You have a calling for my life and I am here for a reason. Help me to reach all of my goals this month and for the remainder of the year. I invite you into every situation. Bless me with the wisdom and knowledge for this journey. Do not allow anything or anyone to hold me back from reaching my fullest potential. It is about time I get back on track and bounce back. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I love you, family. Y'all have an amazing day and an even better weekend. I'll see you all next week, same time and place. Bye. It keeps bringing me joy Each new place I receive It keeps bringing me joy Blessings falling down on me.